the first pick in the 2014 NBA draft. With the first pick in the 2015 NBA draft. With the second pick in the 2015 NBA draft. With the first pick in the 2020 NBA draft. The Cleveland Cavaliers select. The Minnesota Timberwolves select. The Los Angeles Lakers select. The Minnesota Timberwolves select. Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Anthony Edwards. These are the names of four of the past top three NBA draftees. These are the names of four of the past players that have played for Minnesota. And these are the names of four players that have never, ever made deep playoff runs with Minnesota. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Buckets. I am Trip, the host, and I am very excited to jump into this one. This idea came into my head last night, actually, when I was sitting there and I was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to talk about the Knicks because I've been wanting to talk about the Knicks for a while now. <laughs> and then I saw Anthony Edwards drop 42 points along with Carl Anthony Towns dropping 41 points. In total score of 123, this means the bench only dropped 40 points, or the bench and starters only dropped 40 points. And that would be good if this team was dominant on defense, but they're not. So I went around the community. I went around the stats. And I found what needs to be done, or at least what I think needs to be done. And I... I think it's a good idea. And I know that a lot of Minnesota fans will agree because a lot of these ideas that I'm about to say are their own ideas. Starting off with D'Angelo Russell. Man, D'Angelo Russell has a special place in my heart. This is a player that put Brooklyn on the map. He was a player that I had so much fun watching the ice in his veins when he got traded away to... Golden State, I was actually sad. I was actually upset. And then he got traded to Minnesota, and I was actually happier because Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell are really good friends, and I thought they'd have amazing chemistry. So far, we haven't really seen them together, but that didn't stop a lot of people in the Timberwolves community from saying, trade D'Angelo Russell, trade him now, trade D'Angelo Russell, trade D'Angelo Russell, trade D'Angelo Russell. And then, you know, the other 30% was like, we haven't seen them all work together yet. Let's just give it time. And everyone else was just like, trade D'Angelo Russell, draft Cade Cunningham, get a power forward, trade Ricky Rubio, get rid of Jared Vanderbilt. So let's dissect this a little bit. If you were to trade D'Angelo Russell, a guard that's proven that he's all-star material, a guard that's proven that he's he can he can help a team win. If you were to trade him away, and then draft a player like Cade Cunningham, who hasn't played a day of professional basketball. That would sort of be one of the biggest, maybe most ignorant moves in sports history. And I can't even blame you for it. D'Angelo Russell has showed that he may not contribute that much to this team. And Cade Cunningham has showed that, oh my gosh, he's amazing. And then, you know, you get the small amount of people in the Timberwolves community that's like, put Cade Cunningham at small forward. No, please don't put Cade Cunningham at small forward. 
Um, he's a guard. Draft Jalen Green instead. <laughs> but anyways, I don't know. I don't know. I can't blame them for wanting to get rid of D'Angelo Russell. But then again, D'Angelo Russell is an all-star. He's an amazing player. And I agree with a lot of the people that said it when they said, we got to see Carlton Towns and D'Angelo Russell over the course of a season. Of course, they're going to be shaky when they start playing together. It's their first season together. It's just like Utah. Mike Conley wasn't all that good in in Utah's first year. Now he's an all-star again. So, which is it? Next, we got trading Vanderbilt and Hernan Gomez. A lot of that younger core that's not really contributing too much to your team. And I say go for it. Go for it and throw Ricky Rubio in there as well. Minnesota knows that Orlando wants Ricky Rubio. And Orlando must know that Minnesota really wants that man, Aaron Gordon. If there's one thing that Minnesota shouldn't do, in my opinion, it's trade for a bad veteran. I could see them trading for a decent veteran. But if I were them, I'd keep this team fairly young. And I think Aaron Gordon playing with Carl Anthony Towns has to be one of the best ideas ever. Having a good front court in Minnesota would be a dream come true. If I were to see D'Angelo Russell at point guard, shooting guard, Ant, Anthony Edwards, small forward, Jalen Green, power forward, Aaron Gordon, and center, Carl Anthony Towns, I would cry out of happiness. And I wouldn't invest anything in them because I did that last year and it turned out awful for me. But I would cry out of happiness because I think that that's, those are the moves of a winning team. If they can't win like that, then there's actually something seriously wrong with their franchise. But I think that that's what they want. The only problem there is Malik Beasley comes off the bench and he doesn't really seem like a player that would take too kindly to coming off the bench. So you might have to deal him. And if you did deal him, then you'd send him away for a player that doesn't cause half as many issues and would be a pretty good sixth man. Then... You have keeping Malik Beasley, keeping this whole core together. Heck, even keeping everyone and just trading away your draft pick. And only one person brought this up. And like a lot of other people, I thought it was too risky. But then again, the person doing this was just giving it as an alternative option to something else. So it wasn't their first option anyways. Minnesota Timberwolves fans are actually some of the nicest fans that I've ever spoken to. Oh, man, when I, I I tried to speak, I tried to do an episode on Dallas a little bit ago. And I spoke to some Dallas fan. Oh my gosh, they were not happy that I was there. Probably because I have Brooklyn, but they were not happy I was there. Anyways, here's what I think they need to do. Like me personally, without the community, they need to trade for defense. They need defense now. I'm sure that's what Aaron Gordon, I'm sure that's what they hope Aaron Gordon does. But I think they just need defense defense like if you're giving up 120 points a night a night and scoring 119 that's bad if you're giving up if you're scoring 90 points and you're giving up 80 that's really good that's like new york knicks now if you have three players on your team or four that are going to give you 20 points a night 
and then you have your bench, which I don't know. In total, if it's all comprised of defense, then in total it gives you what, like 20? You have a pretty solid game right there. Defense is number one on their um, – should be number one on their horizon and should definitely be something that they look out for. Next, I have three-point shooting. Every team needs three-point shooting. We saw it with Utah. Bring up Utah again. We saw it with Utah. They exploded this season. They're not doing too well right now, but they're still number one. So, yes, three-point shooting is 100% something that you need. And last but not least, it's a good coach. Chris Finch is great. He's great. But is he that? Is he that guy? Is he that guy? Is he that coach? I don't know. You went out of your own organization to hire a coach that had never played or coached for you a day in his life. Once again, you hired him midseason. It doesn't make any sense. It, he seems to me like he's only temporary. But from the way that the deal went, it looks like he'll be them be there for a while. So we'll see with that. And then last but not least, what I want to talk about, Andrew Wiggins. Did Minnesota waste Andrew Wiggins' potential? Did they waste his talent? No. Andrew Wiggins is playing about as well. Andrew Wiggins played about as well as in Minnesota as he could have by the looks of things. And I just don't think he's supposed to be that second option or that first option even. A lot of people, me included, say that Andrew Wiggins suffered from Kobe-itis. Wannabe Kobe-itis. Took a lot of fadeaways. <laughs> Still takes fadeaways to this day. But, you know, he wanted to be he wanted to be like him. Of course he wanted to be like him. Everyone wants to be like him. But it, it cost him a lot. Cost him a lot on offense. And he wasn't too much of that player that we thought he'd be on defense. And in Golden State, he just came off a 28-point game. He looks great. And I think when Clay comes back and he's the third option or maybe fourth, he'll look even better. But until then, we just won't know. So, no, I don't think Minnesota wastes talent. I just think they got a little unlucky with Andrew Wiggins. But if I were to go back and know nothing about the future, I'm not saying that it was foolish for them to do that. That was literally about the smartest thing you could do. They thought they were trading for Michael Jordan. <laughs> I thought they were trading for Michael Jordan. So just keep that in mind. One of the things, you know, a very important thing that I forgot to mention is you need to build that winning culture. No team wins without a winning culture. But until Minnesota gets all those things, they're probably going to still be the worst. And if they're the worst after they get all those things, there's not much you can do. But anyways, thank you everyone who tuned in and listened to this episode. I had so much fun making it. I had so much fun talking to all you guys in the community. And yeah, I'm signing off. I'm Drip from the Buckets Podcast, signing off. Peace.